0: The boys are back, the boys are back in town And we are back It's one way to do it My
1: name's T.C. Massey, and you're back here with the episode 11, Take Root.
2: Take Root saved my life. (laughs)
1: That was my favorite episode we've done. It was a good one. It was a good one. I laughed hysterical when I listened to it.
0: I did too.
2: I'm not going to lie, I listened to it several times. Just when I felt like I needed a uh, nap, a laugh, I would go to, (laughs) I would like scan to where TZ started telling his story. I laughed every time like a banshee.
1: That's awesome. Well.
2: It's 7.20 in the morning, Saturday, December 30th. It's my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, Tanya. Shout out to mom. Happy birthday.
1: Oh, happy birthday to you, oh, happy birthday to you, every day of the year, may you feel Jesus near. Happy birthday to you, oh, happy birthday to you, and the best year you've ever had.
0: Oh, happy
2: birthday! (laughs) And for Steve, you gotta go again, you gotta get hyped up.
1: Well, last episode marked our first double-digit episode. What? Yeah, episode 10.
2: Oh, I thought you meant
1: like double digit listeners. Oh no, we've had double digit listeners on every we triple digit <laughs> listeners. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: You mean we had 10 people that listened
0: to it?
1: <laughs> but I was thinking the other day and like you said when we were talking about you know how many episodes we've recorded and what it actually feels like it feels like we've done thousands yeah, it does. of episodes. We've only done eleven. This is marking
0: (laughs) eleven. Pretty
2: exciting. Feels like a million. You're right. You just put so much work into it, and we're always like having to leave work to come here, or get up early like today and come here. So you feel like you've done a lot more than what you. I'm pretty sure
1: I'm still asleep. I'm. I'm
2: not completely awake.
1: Well, anything interesting happening today? I said you have two ball games.
2: Yep, Jeb had a game last night. He scored first game. Nice. He scored it. They won. They're three and zero. Um, whose team is he on? Kate and uh, Kate's assistant coach and um, Shelby Hard's the mm. head coach. So it's Jeb and Guy and. Jack Turner's on there. Matt, I don't know who that is. You know Matt, Tur- Matt Turner. No. And uh, Weston, a bunch of the you know bunch of them that go to school together. So and then there's a couple kids on there.
1: I don't know. Oh, I didn't even realize your jacket. Cheap. Yeah, nice. Is that for Christmas. Christmas. Christmas is over. Oh, and I. I'm honestly thankful. Are you? Yeah, I cannot wait to tear down everything inside of our camper that is Christmas. I'm honestly sick and tired of seeing it. Not gonna lie. Was it taking up a lot of space? No, it's just like it's just everywhere in your face. Yeah,
0: in your face.
2: (laughs) I love Christmas. Kate took our stuff down Christmas night.
0: So. Yeah.
2: Congrats. So she put it up before Halloween. Took it down before Christmas was over.
1: but so it feels wrong. Well it feels wrong that I still have it up, so well. I feel like
2: you should wait until after the first of the year. But also feel like you shouldn't put it up till after Thanksgiving. So clearly I have no vote
1: in what happens in my own house. Hers was before Thanksgiving though, right? Oh, it was Halloween. Was it before Halloween though? I don't know.
2: It was right after the, off the Hayride. Maybe that was Halloween night, maybe. No, it was I think I think it was well before Halloween. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got a pretty exciting date coming up. We, January sixth. We do? That's next weekend.
2: That's like Six or seven days from now. Yeah, I know. I don't know if there's another day. Yeah. Tomorrow's New Year's Eve, right? So seven days. A week from today. A week from today, we will be
1: having another youth rally. I
2: sure hope Harley got her a keyboard player. <laughs> You're <laughs> our keyboard player. I hate to break it to you. No, I finally realized I was in that text after all.
1: That doesn't surprise me.
2: She just didn't send out much information. That's she what really do not Everybody was. I felt like the people who. We're in the text. We're getting information. Nah. Just nobody was getting any <laughs> information.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much how it went.
1: But I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited.
2: Now that the holiday's over, spend more time in prayer.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Over it. The um, Yesterday, I was at the gym. And I had planned to tell this this year, I was at the gym, and I was sitting there, and I was before I started to lift, I was sitting there, and I was thinking, and here recently, I felt like I don't know, I just haven't felt like myself, and i have't I've almost felt like an emptiness feeling like I just haven't had a good attitude about anything. I just felt like I've not had a good attitude, and I was sitting there thinking and you know, I love Christmas, but I'm not gonna lie, I think I've I've been like my lifestyle hasn't changed, but like like everything I feel like has kind of taken place of what I was doing before Christmas rolled around. Like I was I was in the word, I was praying, and I was and I listened to worship music all the time, and I was looking and I was thinking I haven't really been reading I haven't really been praying, and honestly, it was really weird to me. But I hadn't been listening to worship music, and like that's not me. And I was sitting there thinking, and I was getting tore up in the gym because I was thinking, why am I acting this way? Why? Why are the like? Why is my attitude changed? And obviously, it's because I haven't spent time with God at all. Right. And honestly, even the last two podcast episodes, like they've been really good and fun, but there was just something inside of me that I was like, I just I feel empty for some reason. And last night, Brady, he showed up at the gym, and I told him I was, and we were sitting there talking, and I told him, I was like, you know, I think you were supposed to come here tonight when I was here. And uh, I started getting choked up, started to cry, and he was like, oh, are you being serious or are you just joking with me? And I was like, <laughs> I'm being serious with you right now. You, <laughs> Odie says that, I say losers all the time. I was like, I'm being serious with you, loser. And um, But I was sitting there and I was like, no, I really think that, you know, you're supposed to be here tonight because I want to let you know. I don't know, this is what I'm feeling. He kind of told me that he's been kind of feeling the same thing with some situations in his life or whatever. He said he was feeling the same thing, and so anyways, after we, he was like, you know, before you leave, let's pray for each other before you leave the gym. So we worked out with each other. We played worship music on the speaker. That's one thing me and Brady do when we go to the gym. We hijack the speaker. Nice. And we blare worship music at everybody's face. Nice. <laughs> and um, If you don't like it, go to a different leave, gym. Leave, please. Or bring headphones. But, um, anyways, I, I left and we sat, probably people were probably looking at us like, what are these weirdos doing? We just sat there hugging each other, like right in the middle (laughs) of the gym, (laughs) we were praying for each other, but I don't know. I just came to that realization last night and I feel a little bit better about it because I think I realized that I wasn't, I had no, I wasn't spending any time with God, not that I was like. Off living a prodigal life. I was just not spending time with God and I could most definitely tell a difference. It yeah. hurt me pretty bad.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, we all go through those seasons and it ha- it sneaks up on you and you don't know what's happening. Yeah, you don't know. Until one day you're like, I'm acting like a fool and I don't know why. Why am I a
1: D bag?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus is the antidote for D bagness. <laughs> yeah. He really is. But you, yeah, I can't tell you how many millions of times that's happened. But that's good. You gotta. You realize it. And you fix it. That's what it's about. Or you let him fix it. I should say.
1: Yeah, that's probably the better idea.
2: Christmas is hard anyway because it's so many days in a row that you're running and gunning, and then right when it's over, then it's the new year. You're all. You're off work, so you have no consistency. Yeah. It's every year for me. I mean... And I told Brady, I was like,
1: not that we haven't had church service or anything, but just Christmas being here, it's like jacked up some of the things that we've done with church. So, like, we're not... we. I feel like we haven't had prayer service, like, Monday night in a while. I don't know. I just feel like that. And then, like... <laughs> Two Wednesdays ago, the kids went to Elite air, so we didn't come to church. And it's just like, there's so many things happening. We haven't even been, or I, I felt that we haven't had congregational time. So, but. I feel you. So that hasn't helped any either. I bet
2: everybody listening to this feels what you're saying. Probably. It's funny how. The whole reason we celebrate Christmas and then we tend to forget, the, you know. Yeah. We leave Jesus out of Christmas because we're so busy. Yeah. It's kind of wild.
1: A whole bunch of Marthas running around. Yeah, we are. Sadly. Can't even stand Martha. <laughs> me either. I told you. I hate being a Martha.
2: Make me a Mary.
1: I hate being a Martha. Martha's a loser. <laughs> loser no
2: he everything she did had to be done just it's a perception issue yeah it's how you're seeing things is is uh where you get messed up Mm -hmm. and it's so easy for your perception to get skewed when you're not keeping your eyes on the right thing yeah yeah, I wasn't going to be snotty the whole time, and then I got about half tore up while I go while well, he's talking, so <laughs> now I'm probably going to snot the whole time.
1: But yeah, Ooh. that's where I've been here recently. But I'm excited for church tomorrow. I'm excited to have a full day of church and being with people. Yep. I'm excited about it. And even
2: tomorrow's not going to be normal. Cause no, it's not. AM, I guess we'll be. We'll be. Normal. And then we won't be back till what, 8 30 night and then party till the new year comes in. Party rock. In the house tonight. <laughs> we have a special episode coming up after this one that we will not reveal yet. We won't. But we're
1: squashing some things. We're squashing some things.
2: You ever squash any beef? Squashed ground beef. I, I was thinking, wondering where that analogy came from. I've never squashed any real beef in my life. I don't know. Anyway, we're having a special episode that will drop in the future. You won't want
1: to want to miss it. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna. I don't know if we'll drop it Tuesday or save it for Saturday. Yeah, I don't either.
2: It'd be interesting to see how it plays out, but you won't want to miss it.
1: Yeah, it's going to be – it will be interesting, very interesting. Yep. Especially if we – if um, so-and-so <laughs> comes in like he did last time. It's going to be real interesting, <laughs> which I don't think he is. Oh, so-and-so. <laughs> yeah, so-and-so.
0: Oh, so-and-so. So. Oh, it's time.
1: Oh, it's time. So we're gonna start this new segment. Are you talking
2: about a divine intervention?
1: Divine now? intervention. We're gonna start the segment. It's called Dad Jokes with Peyton, and I'm not a dad, so <laughs> yes. it's perfect. Andrew's the dad, but I'm gonna say the dad. <laughs> it's jokes. It's gonna be great. It's probably gonna. It says it's probably gonna be good and bad at the same time. Mostly bad, but anyways, we're we're walking in the other night. We played this game with our youth, and it was pretty much dad jokes, and you had to tell them without laughing. If you laughed. The other team got a point. Whatever. But anyways, we're sitting there talking. We're like, we should do, because we've done dad jokes on like the last two podcast episodes. So Hannah, I think it was Hannah or somebody was like, y'all need to do, like I think it was Hannah. She was like, y'all need to do a dad joke segment on your podcast, like a dad joke every episode. And I was like, all right, that sounds awesome. So Andrew was like, yeah, and it'd be perfect if you read them because you're not even a dad yet. So I was like. (laughs) And Even you have more the, perfect.
2: You have the perfect sense of humor for dad Jim.
1: <laughs> and I'm and so anyways, we walk into church this morning because we're still recording here.
2: Thank you, Jesus.
1: <laughs> and um, thank you, Steve. Thank and, you, Pastor. <laughs> and uh, we walk in, we're looking at there's this table that Trisha set out and Andrew said that she said anything that's on the that table you can take or whatever. So anyways, I walk in, and I'm not even close to the table, but I see in this bag, in bright yellow letters, it's a book that says, Dad Jokes. And I was like, there's no way that this is real right now. No way. So I walk over there, I pick it up, and it's a book specifically for Dad Jokes. So. What's
2: the what's the front say? The good, bad, and what? It says
1: the good, the bad, the terrible. So. Yeah. What well, I'm afraid of. So um don't hate us for this.
2: Don't hate us cuz you ain't us.
1: That's right. <laughs> this is bad. I just read one and it's bad. Okay. Okay. So we're going to do we're going to do two this first time. All right. And this is just, this isn't like a question and then a joke. This is just something that I guess a dad would say. Okay. All right. But it says, it was easy for me to master Braille once I got a feel for it. (laughs) Classic. And then the next one is, what did one eye say to the other eye? What? Between you and me. Something smells.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm glad that's over.
1: <laughs> that's kinda hard for me to read that. <laughs> <clears throat> but just ex- expect that from us from here on out. Yes. Yes. If you don't like it, About- <laughs> Trisha, <laughs> go listen to us. She probably this. hasn't even made it. No, nah, she's to probably, probably episode on episode two. four.
2: Every now and then, like, once every hundred episodes, there's going to be an actual funny one.
1: Yeah. And so the... I mean, last episode was funny. The meow one? Yeah, that one (laughs) was... It was. I was...
2: I laughed about it a few times. Uh. I never did find the occasion to tell the joke, which is sad. Maybe I'll try to figure it out today. I want to tell it to somebody. I'm not a dad joke guy, but I'm becoming one.
1: Brian, Hannah's... Yeah. Hannah's stepdad is most definitely... He's like the king of dad jokes.
2: I had no idea.
1: Oh, he is. He loves him.
2: I like him a lot.
1: Yeah. He's a good guy. Very good I guy. I said,
2: his name is Bryant with a T at the end. And I asked him one day, I said, How many times of all the times your name has been called, how many times have you just been called Brian? And he said, Oh, most of the time. <laughs> I'm like, why don't you tell people it's Bryant? With a T. He's like, I don't care what they call me. As long as make it for supper, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I like him. He's a good dude. I like his demeanor. Yeah. And he's married to Beth. And Hannah's always around. So he's got to be patient, (laughs) loving, and kind, you know? (laughs)
1: Uh, I plead the fifth.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Good call. (laughs) And he hangs out with Odie, Kevin, Stacy, and Alicia, so you know he's gonna be patient. And yeah,
0: <laughs> Kevin.
1: Um, and he rides Harley. And he rides a Harley, so that just puts him over the top. So does
2: Odie, but one of the three guys I mentioned, who I won't mention again, he rides a moped. Rides a gold wing. Hope he don't listen to this. He probably don't. No, he don't. Somebody will tell him. Somebody.
0: Me. Me. Me.
1: I'm sorry. If you own a bike and you start it up and it doesn't make you cover your ears, we got a problem. Do you really ride a bike? <laughs> Might as well be riding a bicycle.
2: Did I ever tell you about the one I bought? No. All right. So I'm probably 20. I rode dirt bikes when I was a kid. But I never, not a lot. I was a four-wheeler guy. I got this wild hair. I wanted a motorcycle. So me and my buddy Josh load up. You got a wild hair? Yeah. We go to Evansville to the (laughs) Kawasaki dealer. And what's sitting there? but the new ninjas. The street bikes? Crotch rockets. So I said, that's what I want. And he said, are you outside of your mind? I said, are you my dad? I'm fixing to buy one of these, <laughs> these motorcycles. So I go are up there and I start setting on them one by one and the only one that's even halfway comfortable because I'm not a tall man is a 250. <laughs> <laughs> and a 250 crotch rocket is a moped. <laughs> and you will get made fun of. I was First thing I was going to do, peel the decals off. so <laughs> nobody knew it was a 250, I'd be like, oh, it's a 600 or whatever. So, I pay the guy, like, I don't know, a third of the money, and I don't have a, we're in his truck, but no trailer. I wasn't going to ride it home. I didn't have a license, a permit, insurance, nothing. So, I, we go home. I said, we'll come back tomorrow, bring a trailer, load her up, take her out. I never even told my mom this. I was still living at home. She would have freaked out. I mean, I probably would have had to move out, yeah. in my motorcycle. Really? So... I go home, We think I think about it nonstop the whole time. Get up the next morning, he calls, he's like, you ready to go? I said, yeah, let's go. He's So I get in the truck with him, he's like, uh, where are you going to hook the trailer up? And I said, no, nah, let's just go back over there to <laughs> get my money back. <laughs> so I never, never,
1: wow. never did it. Which was you chickened out. Yeah, I was scared of my mom. Who ain't? If you ain't scared of your mom, touche, something wrong. I agree. I'm scared of my mom.
2: I'm scared of your mom.
1: <laughs> I think a lot of people might be scared of my mom. I give
2: your mom a hard time, but mostly only when your dad's around <laughs> so he can defend me. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make sure you're Mr. Pat Carroll Listen, there's
1: been multiple spy. times where, like, turn the at-
2: heater off, I'm f- burning up over here.
1: Andrew's like a woman. He don't know what he wants. That's right. At one point he's freezing cold. And then the next point, he's burning up, sweating. Well. Come on. <laughs> come on.
2: What was you fixing to say about your mom?
1: Anyways, one this is this is the person my mom is. So we're I played travel ball growing up, travel baseball. And travel baseball parents are no joke. They're a different breed. And so anyways, we're playing this game and They'll cut you. they they will. We're playing this game, and I think my mom doesn't care to say things to other people because she knows my dad's right there, and she knows <laughs> I ain't going to have to deal with nothing. That's, Pat's going to step in. And, that's funny. Which, I mean, I'm glad she has that faith in my dad. <laughs> and I think sometimes Hannah's that way. She I wonder just if your rat- dad
2: has that much faith in himself.
1: <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, But anyways, so we're playing this game, and... I think I had I went ran home. I was rounding third and I came home, and I I didn't mean to truck the catcher, but I destroyed the catcher. He was just standing right in the way. I destroyed him, and he was like he was probably buck twenty five, and I was two hundred and something pounds. I destroyed this guy. He went flying. He probably made it look way worse (laughs) than what it actually was. Everybody loses their mind. So the game continues on, and I think the other team does something cheap towards us and then they have one of their players rounding second and he's just kind of going back to the dugout well our shortstop comes up in front of him and trips him and he falls over and so like then it's just like a big ruckus like the parents are getting mad everybody's getting mad well this guy from the other team says something like one of the parents this old older guy in the stand says something and my mom she ain't having it so she pops off right back off and she says something to him well he gets up and gets out of his chair and comes walking to my mom well old patty steps up steps in front of my mom and and my dad they've told us this story and i think my dad looked at him and was like i think you just need to go back and sit down the guy turned around and sat down (laughs) did he
2: Oh, farmer boy picking a whoopies out <laughs> of the end. See, ideas.
1: a lot of these people are just city people yeah. that go to travel ball yeah. tournaments.
2: They ain't never had nothing to do with no old hog farmer from the dang cow. I, I, was, al-
1: I was always the, not the outcast, but I was the kid that lived in, in the smaller home outside, out of country. Out- where, outside
0: of town. <laughs>
1: where everybody else were living in like golf courses and stuff. But anyways, that happened. And then... My dad isn't a very confrontational dad until he has to be. Right. And so that's just the story of what, that's how my mom is. She talks. She don't care what to, what, she don't care. She would not care if it was um, Stone Cold Steve Austin from her. She's pointing her finger at him.
2: Yeah. She'll tell crap. him what the bottom line is. <laughs> yeah. Listen here, Stone Cold, if that's your real name. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: This is the bottom line because April Caraway said so. <laughs> that's right.
0: Yeah. She, That's the truth. She
2: is the female Stone Cold. That's <laughs> what we should start calling her
1: Stone Cold April Caraway. Yeah. Um. But anyways, another funny story of my dad having to do something like that. Um, me, my brother in law, and Emerson, and maybe Jacob Clark. I don't know if you know Jacob Clark. Yes, sir. He's my best man, at my wedding. And we're all four. We went to Cincinnati to go watch a baseball game and he came and we stayed and everything. Anyways, we're in this mall and Emerson and Elijah maybe did the elf thing on the beds. Jumping from bed to bed. Oh, okay. And so like, we're having a really good time in this mall. (laughs) Clearly. We're living it up. Well, so anyways, we get to the escalator or whatever the thing that goes up. We do the elf thing. We're going to Spread our legs as far as we can until we get up to the top. Well, this one older guy in there, he must have been the manager or something, dude. He was, like, following us around and, like, like getting on to us and stuff. And we're like, we're not hurting anything. We're not hurting anybody. We're not hurting you. Who are you to tell me what to do? This is America.
2: All I'm doing is taking really big steps. Exactly. <laughs> You're going to kick me out of the yeah. wall? arrest me. Yeah, for walking. <laughs>
1: Long strides. But anyways, we get to the point where we're leaving now. And so we're walking out the door. Well, this guy is following us to the door. Like, I guess he's wanting to think that he's escorting us out when he hasn't even talked to us. I guess he just had little man syndrome or something. Well, anyways, he's sitting at, like, he's sitting at the door. And my mom is like, hey, that man followed your kids out the door and was like being rude to him. And so... She was like, you need to go back in there and tell him to stop. Well, my dad's like, fine. Gets out of the car, (laughs) goes to the man at the door.
2: When it was over.
1: Yeah, when it was over, and was like, were you following my kids? And he said, the guy was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. My dad was like, I think you were. He was like, and so really there's no like, we're in the car. We're outside the store, (laughs) So my dad's like, it's over. But April didn't think it was over.
2: (laughs) It was never over for April. it been funny. She probably still thinking about it'd it. It'd be funny if Pat came back with a bloody nose. <laughs> that security guy kicked his eye in it or something. I don't see that happening, Thanks, but April. That, yeah, April you got you, but your husband beat up. <laughs> yeah. I got kicked out of Walmart in Madisonville. Really? Yeah. In high school. The one in Hanson? No. When it was in Madisonville, before they moved to Hanson. So man that my core group of friends in high school I mean, we were close, close. Yeah. Like, we my, we had the bigger house with all the kids. Mom and dad's used to there being 100 kids over, so it just was what it was. That's That was the hangout spot. Well, my core group of friends, four or five guys, we were, stayed at my house dang near every night. And if we wasn't there, we was at one of their houses. But most of the time, it was our house. And we would just do the stupidest stuff all the time. I could tell stories for days on this podcast. <laughs> But I'll try to stop with this one. <laughs> so we go to Walmart, which we did all the time back then. That's when people still bought CDs and drunk Mountain Dew, Cold Red, and, you know, Energy Drinks first came out as before Red Bull and Full Throttle. Was when, I mean, Red Bull and Monsters, when you drunk Full Throttle on Amp. Amp. And uh, we would we tied this, or t- I don't know, we taped a dollar to a piece of fishing line. Mm-hmm. And we'd leave it out in the aisle, and then we'd stand back in the clothes and you know a couple of the guys over there and a couple of guys over there, and we'd like record it, but that was before smartphones, so you'd have like a little camcorder or whatever yeah. you call them.
0: You probably
1: could have been famous
2: oh, it was it was some funny stuff, I mean, some of it was hilarious, so uh, uh stories are flooding into my mind now. We could do a whole episode <laughs> on uh, stupid high school stuff. So we would leave this dollar out now. Of course, everybody come by there like, ah, dollar. They reach down, pick it up. And then you just tug (laughs) on it a little bit. And they're like, like, they looking like, what happened? It's hilarious. Yeah. So this one time, this little old lady was standing there and we did her. Oh, you did her dirty. Yeah. And she like, like it took her like five minutes to stand back up, you know, and it was sad. And the manager seen us and she come over there. Well, I handed that a woman that dollar. And I said, here you go. We were just messing with you or whatever. She said, oh, thank you, sonny, or whatever. (laughs) And the manager grabs us by the nap of the neck, two of us, and said, come with me. She took us out the front door. She made us stay in some certain spot so uh, the cameras would take a picture of us or something. Yeah. And then she told us to leave. We're not ever allowed to come back in this Walmart. And I'm like, ever's a strong word.
1: (laughs) I'll be back. (laughs) I will most
2: certainly be back. If you know how much groceries, I eat out of this Walmart. How much money my mom spends here? I think we're coming back.
0: So, anyway. uh, That was one of... very One mild, very short story. Yeah,
1: maybe we do need to do an episode of just Andrew telling high school oh stories.
2: Oh, my gosh. They're endless. We found a dead beaver on the side of the road one time. What'd you do with that? I had a white Toyota Corolla. 96 model, which I still have. It doesn't get driven, but it runs. The guys, we stop on the side of the road because it's huge. Yeah. It's not, we're not talking about like a raccoon. We're talking beavers, about like a Rottweiler.
1: Beavers are massive. Huge. I didn't think they were, and we seen one swimming in the river one time.
2: Yeah.
1: Huge. I'm like, I don't want to swim in the river.
2: Yeah. Because those teeth, they bite your leg right off. Take me under, baby. Like, it's like a Rottweiler with a paddle tail. (laughs) Yeah. So, we're standing inside the highway at like probably two or three o'clock in the morning, who knows, and looking at this thing. And one of the guys, who's not in our core group of friends, but is hanging out with us that night for some reason, picks it up. And I'm like, what are you going to do with that thing? (laughs) Throws it on the hood of my car. (laughs) And so, there's a dead beaver sprawled out, legs, and the... The uh, tail is like going up my windshield, yeah. and we drive around Central City <laughs> with this dead beaver on my hood of my car. <laughs> you look at that friend, you're like, how did you even get here? <laughs> who? Wait. <laughs> who are you? What is your name?
1: I've seen y'all, and I just figured I joined.
2: Yeah. Well, his name is Dean, and I don't hang out with people named Dean. <laughs> you know, like Brock and Dean and Trevor. <laughs> Not interested. So it wasn't long after that. I'm like, you're not joining this group. Yeah. Go back to Owensboro Catholic or wherever you came from, you know. <laughs> goody two shoes. Rich boy. Dean, Dean. the lean loser machine. Yeah. He was a pretty cool guy, but again, no, he wasn't. I I gave him a lot of grief. He didn't stick around. Dean, long. if
1: you're listening to this, we s- don't care about you. <laughs>
0: I mean, I hope you found happiness. I'm just glad you didn't find it in my group. I don't care. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: we said that we would try and get back to the word. We better do it. Just a little bit, because I think we're we're headed that way again with that story. <laughs> And talking crap about Dean. I
2: hope Dean gets in the word. I hope he does too. I hope he's in the word. I hope he's saved. His dad was a preacher. But they were rich. (laughs) Or seemed rich. I mean, your name's Dean. (laughs) You gotta be rich. All Deans are rich.
0: And when I was young, in high school, rich kids (laughs) were the enemy. I don't know how that happened. Just, I don't know I don't know Me neither We hated them
1: You would think That you would try And be friends with them yeah. Cause you're like Oh he's rich
2: They'll get right. me A good Christmas
0: present
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You show up At their house one day Like Parents are
0: Who are you Oh you didn't know I was your adopted child I'm Dean's best
2: friend <laughs> Like oh you're the kid That was Making fun of him And giving him
0: wedgies No, that was the other guy. (laughs) I'm his friend. Yeah. John (laughs) 3. That's where we're at today.
1: John 3 and maybe John 4. If we don't get through John 4, then we can do
0: John 4 and 5 with our guest tomorrow. So, I was thinking if... I was thinking we could...
1: You could read John 3, and I'll read John 4. I'll read John 3, you write John 4. It don't matter to me. That's
2: following me. Don't matter to me either.
1: Or you can stop. Looks like
0: you have some.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Where's your, most
0: of your notes at? Uh, I have something on... You don't know, do you? It was twenty-seven, but John three twenty-seven,
1: John three twenty-seven. All right, I'll just start reading. Well, you just where are your notes at?
2: All over the place, just little little, little notes here and there in my mind mostly.
1: I'm just gonna read. I mean, we can just we can just talk about our notes and okay. what we got from it and then
2: And not read it. Okay. Then I don't have to read it all.
1: If you're listening, read it yourself. We don't gotta read it for you.
0: That's correct. <laughs> that is correct. How about you read the Bible? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, wasn't it? <laughs>
1: Yeah, and TC, most of the time, TC didn't really know what to do in yeah. that podcast. He yeah. was just sitting there like, did you, re- did you hear when he goes, like a chihuahua, yeah. and both me and you go, what? <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> and he goes, you don't get it? And you go, no. No. <laughs> that was, he was like uh, Ricky Bobby after the first race he won. I don't know what to do with my <laughs> <Yeah>. hand. <laughs> it's like, just, just hold him down to your side, Ricky.
1: Alright, well, in the I don't have my date today, but I am I'm reading out of my CSB. Um so where it starts in I thought this was interesting. It says there was a man from the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to him at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform these signs you do unless God with him. I think it's funny. I think it's interesting that Nicodemus went to him at night, because obviously he didn't want to be seen with Jesus. I guess is what I'm assuming. What I'm and I don't know if it was like he was like embarrassed to be in front of him. I think it was just. I think Nicodemus, like obviously, was. I think. On Jesus, on the Team Jesus train, but he was like, he didn't want nobody to know from the Pharisees because, I mean, he was, was he high up?
2: Oh, I think he was as high as it gets. Nicodemus? I think so.
1: So, I think it was just him being like, maybe I should go at night so I don't get ruined. Yeah. And I don't know if that's like a good thing or a bad thing.
2: I think it's a bad thing, (laughs) but I, I can see where he's coming from. He's unsure. Yeah. So why is he going to put his entire
1: reputation
0: on the line for something he's not sure about? He's basically like, uh, I know. What's it, you just read it, Rabbi, we
1: know that you're a teacher who comes from God. See, I don't yeah. understand that. He's saying we know, which I guess he's talking about the Pharisees. Yeah. They know he's a teacher S- yeah, that some of them, from God.
2: Yeah, some of them for sure knew that he was
0: not a bad guy. Like We're being wimps and just start following Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Um,
1: and then Jesus says, "Truly, I tell you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God." So, what do you think that "see the kingdom of God" means? Do you think it means, like, if you're not born
0: again, you don't? I I was thinking that it's, like,
1: it's he's talking about heaven type deal. But I think he's talking about if you're not born again, you can't see, like, what G- God's doing. You can't see what, what's happening right now. I think that's
2: exactly what it means.
1: Like, if you weren't born again and you came in our church, I think you would feel something. You'd want it. You would want it, but I don't know if you would be able to really, like, you wouldn't be able to, I don't know.
2: Yeah, you couldn't explain or conceptualize it or, or even reason what is happening. You'd either be appalled or drawn towards it.
1: Yeah. Come and see. Come and see. Nicodemus. Nicodemus, he tried to come and see. Man, I hope he got it figured out. I hope he did. I mean, I like dope Nikki. If you watch the show, I watched the last episode of The Chosen. How was it? Dude, it did was ball like a little awesome. baby. Yeah. It was like, so good. Peter broke me. Peter. Because it makes, oh, it makes sense why he was so tore up. And it would make sense. It's like, you're helping all these other people, and who knows? Like, did that actually happen? No.
2: I mean, maybe, but it's not biblical.
1: Yeah. But, Anyways, if it's, it's not biblical, but, man, it tore me up because oh, I was like. Anyways, yeah, it's so <laughs> <good>. <laughs> let's just keep on going. It's so
2: good. They get such a, it's a so bad good. rap from some people because they add things in there that's not biblical. But if it was just biblical, it would have been over in like five episodes. Yes.
1: You know, the New Testament. Do you think they're going to show the crucifixion on there?
2: I don't know. They said they have like eight or nine seasons planned out.
1: Well, I'm hoping that they do the crucifixion and then they go to like Paul and they do stuff like that, like to the churches and stuff. you're speaking my language. Would that be awesome? That would be cool. Because I've never, I mean, have they made a series like that to where it goes past like Jesus and it shows the disciples, like Acts, Romans, and stuff like that? Because that would be dope. That would be.
2: There's a really good, according to Allie and Josh, movie about Paul. Paul the Apostle or something. I can't remember. No, Saul of Tarsus, maybe. I can't remember. You'd have to ask Callie, But I can never find it on any of the streaming services, and I have a bunch of them. So I may never get to watch it, but that's one
1: you could check out. Yeah. But anyways, I think it's saying that you can't see the kingdom of God. You just can't. You're not going to understand what's happening. Yeah, I think so.
2: I don't think it's saying any... I, I mean, I'm not saying that doesn't apply to heaven.
0: I'm just saying that I don't think that's what he was talking about. I think
1: if it applied to heaven, I think it would say, you won't enter the kingdom of God. There you go. I think. I mean, we're probably going to end up reading all of it (laughs) anyway.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: I'll just skip ahead. And if you, if you don't have any notes on through here, or at least skip four, he said, can Nicodemus said, how does somebody be born again? He's confused. Yeah. He's, which I would be. He's too. either confused, or according to John MacArthur, he was a smart aleck. John MacArthur said he's being a smart aleck. That's hmm. like you have no way of knowing that. That's interesting. So I'm going to pretend like you didn't just say that, because <laughs> I don't think he was being a smart aleck because he admitted that he's from God. That's that's a bad call to be a smart aleck.
1: Yeah,
2: to somebody you know God
1: sent <laughs> down there. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm taking it as Nicodemus is confused. Um, and then Jesus answered, Truly I tell you, unless someone is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Now? Now it says enter.
0: No. And I think it's saying you can't be a part of what God is doing. Yeah. Just like you
2: said that the kingdom of God referred to what what's happening right now as far as jesus ministry and and how this is going to affect the rest of the world uh the rest of all time i think that's yeah because he
1: brought the kingdom that's right to heaven because he even told his disciples go and proclaim the kingdom is at hand that's right so yeah i think that is right
2: I've, i've actually heard this and i don't know how true it is but i've I had an experiment at some point that went through and seen every time where it said kingdom of God or kingdom of heaven or whatever, what it was talking about. And it was very few times that I could prove that it was talking about heaven. Uh And somebody told me, not told me, but I heard somebody say, a theologian, that it was never talking about heaven when it said it was talking about, you know, the kingdom is at hand. This is the kingdom. Yeah. The will, uh, what is it? uh, My meat. I have meat you know not of, and it's to do the will of the one who sent me. That is the kingdom.
1: That's the next chapter. Yeah, that is the
0: next chapter. Good point.
1: Um, And then they go on talk about... You can read or whatever. Go to the notes you have or whatever. All right. Let me just read real quick because
2: whatever is born of flesh is flesh and whatever is born of spirit is spirit do not be amazed I told you you must be born again the wind blows where it pleases and you hear it sounds but you don't know where it comes from or where it's going so it is with everyone born of the spirit how can these things be Nicodemus said and that's the last thing he says which is weird because Jesus talks for a while and Nicodemus never says anything else so Jesus goes on and he, he said, are you a teacher of Israel and you don't know these things? Loser.
1: Major loser.
2: No. Anyway, Jesus goes on and tells, uh, trying to straighten Nicodemus out, and then he gets to the most famous passage in the history of Christianity, as far as I know, John three sixteen. and I'm going to read 17 and 18 too, because I feel like that's, I feel like those should all be read together, but actually there's, maybe even 19 or 20, but for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn or judge the world, but to save the world through him. Anyone who believes is not condemned, but anyone who does not believe is already condemned because he has not believed in the name of the one and only Son of God. This is the judgment. The light has come into
0: the world, and the people love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Enough said. Nuff said. I was talking to um, Ray, and we were talking
1: about this passage, and I think that it kind of, like,
0: I would use this as almost a free will passage, just because it says, um,
1: for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Anyone who
0: believes in him is not condemned, but anyone who does not believe is already condemned. um, KJV reads a little bit different and I was going to make my point off of that, but no, I don't. Pull it up on your phone. Tell know where my phone is. Okay. I got you, boo. Oh, you got this. That word condemn is interchangeable for the word judge. For reference. Which makes it interesting. It says, uh...
2: Anyone who believes in him is not judged, but anyone who does not believe is already judged. And it just said that uh, Jesus didn't come to judge the world, and then it says, but anyone who does not believe is already judged. It's
0: to judgment. I mean, you kind of control the judgment. He's not, it doesn't seem to be his uh, concern. It's, Apparently, your judgment's in your own hands, you know? So, in, I'm
1: reading in KJV. It says on 17, it says, For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And me and Ray were talking, and
0: I feel like that kind of, I feel like that kind of, the might, kind of shows that it can, like, it's not saying that you're gonna, like, the world's going to
1: be, like, all the world's going to be saved. It says that the world might be saved. So, like, there's a possibility that the whole world might be saved. And I don't know, I just feel like I was kind of thinking this week that that kind of maybe shows free will just a little bit. I don't know. I could be wrong.
0: Well, I mean it's so it depends on
2: which which lens you're coming at it looking through because you know you have Calvinism which says that he didn't die for the whole world, and then you've got universalism that says we would say that he he died for the whole world, and that that's up to you to make that decision, then you've got the universalists who say he did die for the whole world and therefore the whole world saved you know. And so all three of them have an argument. Yeah, and that's
0: kind of the fun of being in this. Uh, that's kind of the fun
2: of going on for God, <laughs> is you have you can you have conversations with all these different groups of people. Yeah, and then in the end of the day, you're all fighting the same cause, you know.
1: Uh huh.
0: And that's that's my favorite part about it. I think.
2: We can disagree about so much, but as long as we agree about
1: the core, which is
2: Jesus is God. And you know what?
1: What I think is counterproductive is us talking about the things we disagree about. I think. Like, I think what's more productive is us talking about and, like, helping each other. How can we share right the, the thing that we agree about, that Jesus is Savior, right. and that people need to accept Him and follow Him? How can, like... How can we talk about that even though we believe a little bit different? How can we sit down and talk about that in a way that will help all of us, even though we believe different, push the gospel in a way that is most effective? Right. And I told my buddy that he's kind of, he's Presbyterian and I told him, I said, you know, you might, I know, and I, I told him I was sitting there, we were talking about something and I was like, I know that you, me and you kind of,
0: don't believe on quite a bit of things and i was like but i'm okay with me and you
1: both believing that jesus is the savior and only through him we're saved and i was like if me and you both believe that and that's the only way you know you're good then we're good and he was like i agree and so we usually don't talk about stuff that rub us the wrong way we just talk about pretty much the basics of following jesus and loving jesus and pushing jesus
2: yeah because you can talk i mean i may be a, a little different case but i can talk to any of them but you know he for example would be the one that i would uh end up getting aggravated with what they were saying you know like i can go almost anywhere you want to go but the the calvinism thing really i just that's one thing i can't seem to reconcile with you you know yeah on some on a lot of things if you believe that it's just really hard for me and i'm working on it but
1: uh as long as we don't get on that specific issue And I know that, like, you kind of think that, like, you like talking about things that are different. Yeah. Like, you like discussing, like, oh, what do you believe? I believe this. Let's talk about it. For some reason, I'm just, I'm not that person. I don't know why. I just think that sometimes we can talk about it till I could talk about it and we could, you know, discuss our beliefs until I'm blue in the face. Right. And at the end of the day, we leave and I didn't get nowhere with it. Right. I don't. Nothing I didn't glean nothing from that, right, but I gleaned from how can I be a better Christian and how can I push jesus more and
2: there's yeah, and there's there's mainly two camps of what
0: I've found is there's people like you who you know who like the 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 goodness and
2: the fatherhood of god is is what matters, so let's stick to that. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. At, probably at some point that's how I was, and then at some point I'd not like that anymore. It doesn't matter. Like I have people in my group, people in my family that are that hate discussing religion and and are you know differences and things like that, and they're just like, well, praise God or or uh, thank you Jesus or whatever, and that's enough for them. Yeah, and that's fine. That's that's enough for all of us if you <laughs> yeah. want to know the truth, but. I just am entertained by the, <laughs> the you disagreements, are. you know, and so there's nothing wrong with either way, but no. it's funny how, I mean, Art, you go in there on a Wednesday night and it's like split right down the middle. Yeah. Like half of us, even the ones that believe exactly maybe the same way you do, there are some that still want to just talk about it. Yeah. And then there are, the other half are like, uh, can we just move on to the... <laughs> To the simple stuff or uh-huh. the what the basic, the stuff that matters. And you're like, yep, we can
0: do that too. And I I love, I mean, I, that's part of what's so awesome about Bethel. Beth, well, yeah, the faith in general. If you've moved
2: past the fact that if people disagree with you, you can't have a conversation
0: with them. Uh-huh. And then our church specifically is, there's a lot of that. Right now, anyway, and uh, it doesn't seem to be an issue.
1: No, I don't. We're still having church like we always do.
0: That's right. So bringing down the house. Somebody cry about it. I dare you. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. It says after
1: this, Jesus and his disciples went to the Judean countryside where he spent time with them and baptized. I read somewhere that, that his disciples were baptized and
0: Jesus wasn't actually baptized.
2: Yeah, John, uh, John 4, 2.
0: That's where it says it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And
2: And it seems to be an insertion. Like, either John didn't write it, somebody added it, or John added it later. Yeah. Because it was in some kind of written in a different way or something as like a note letting people know, like if you look over at John 4 two, it's in parentheses. And anyway, whenever they examine the manuscripts, whatever, it seems that somebody put that in there to let you know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But that's probably where you saw it.
1: Uh, John was also baptizing in Anon, near yeah. Salim. Sounds good to me. <laughs> because there was plenty of water there, people were coming and being baptized. Since John had not yet been thrown in a prison, Uh, It says, then a dispute arose between John's disciples and a Jew about purification. So they came to John and told him, Rabbi, the one you testified about and who was with you across the Jordan is baptizing, and everyone is going to him. John responded, no one can receive anything unless it be given to him from heaven. And I heard Skip. I was listening to Skip about that. Skip. And... It kind of goes along with what Brother Steve has been preaching about privilege and entitlement. Oh, yeah. We're not entitled to anything that we have. I'm not entitled to my gift. I'm not entitled to my talent. I'm not entitled to this podcast. Like It's a privilege that we get to sing about Jesus. It's a privilege that I get to read about. It's a privilege that me and you get to do this podcast about Jesus. And what it's saying is that I didn't do nothing Everything that I have is from heaven, is from God, and that's what, like, my voice and my worship that I'm able to produce, that is from God, and I'm giving it back to him.
0: I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Why are you offended that everybody's going to him? Right?
2: Man, is that not what you just wrote, read? Yeah. You can't... uh He's baptizing, and then everybody's going to him. Yeah, John says, "Who cares? <laughs> they're 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 getting it. Yeah. Why do you care who they're? That'd be like us getting mad because community's growing. No, I want community to grow. Yeah, here's how you get your church to grow: pray
0: for all the other churches around <laughs> you to grow. Yeah, idiots. And like. Who has a problem? Like, there's a lot of people that have a problem with Bethel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boy.
1: <laughs> and a lot of those churches are kind of in Livermore. I mean, some of them. I don't know if all the churches, like, but there's a lot of churches. There's just a lot of people. They're not, maybe not churches, but there's people that have a problem with us. And maybe they go to the surrounding churches.
2: Well, they're fitting to find out because we're going to shake things up.
1: <laughs> That's
0: right.
2: Come and see. <laughs> come and see. If you don't like it, come see what you don't like. You'd be like, oh, or cry about it I'm, at home. I'm wrong. I was wrong. And not that we're right. No, just <laughs> all these crazy people want to do is uh, have see <laughs> show up and wo- see if Jesus is going to show you
0: just up.
2: Have a <laughs> <laughs> I had a mini- No, All these crazy people want to do is hang out with Jesus. That's right. That's it. Yeah, pretty simple. There's no the- we're not trying to change your theology. Not trying to make you uh tongue
1: talking, water walking. Nothing. <laughs> hey, I'm by with water walking. But I mean, it might happen. I'm just telling you. I'm, but, if I ran out of this church one Sunday night and just ran down to the river as fast as I could and just ran across the river and then you be stuck- y'all look out. <laughs> y'all see me just full sprint across the river. And
2: you made it. This place would burn to the ground. <laughs> this place would crumble through the foundation. I'm on the side.
1: Yeah. Jesus.
2: And they were like, hey, here's the real proof. Come back. First step, zoop, right to and the you'd bottom. you have to walk all the way down to the bridge, walk all the way over the bridge, and you're froze. We'd have to come get you. That would be hilarious. That would be. But, awesome. But if you made it the first time, even if you didn't, this place would crumble to the yeah, ground. It would be
1: awesome. That would be.
2: And it could happen. It could. I ain't putting it past you. I ain't putting it past you. Or Jesus. All right, I'll be back. Especially Jesus. Yeah, we'll let you know what happens in the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Peyton's fixing
1: to go try it. Uh, But he goes on saying, You yourselves can testify that I said I am not the Messiah, but I have been sent ahead of him. Who has the bride is the groom. But the groom's friend, who stands by and listens to him, rejoices greatly at the groom's voice. So this joy of mine is complete. He must increase, but I must decrease. Yep. Another
2: very popular verse.
1: Yeah. Skip, Skip was saying, it's like if you had a best man at your wedding, and he's just sitting over there, just mad, and he's your best man. He was like, that doesn't sound like a best man. That sounds like a bad man. <laughs> 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 like John's like the best man of Jesus, kind of. Yeah. He's been with him. He's too. just rooting
0: him on <laughs> yeah. all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just... You're just a cheerleader. Yeah.
2: Like you literally have no other role to play. No other role. Ooh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. That's what Jesus is (laughs) saying.
1: His name is
0: John the Baptist. (laughs) That's such a good song. No, it's not. (laughs) John the Baptist wrote that. Probably. Yeah. I don't know, actually, who wrote it.
2: O um, or Ommi. Oh my. Oh my. So it's OMI, I think.
1: Oh my Lord.
2: Oh my Lord.
1: <laughs> says the one comes from above is above all. Yeah, he is. The one who is from the earth is earthly and speaks in earthly terms. The one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, and yet no one accepts his testimony. The one who has accepted his testimony is affirmed that God is true. For the one whom God sent speaks God's words, since he gives the Spirit without measure. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hands. The one who believes in the Son has eternal life, but the one who rejects the Son will not see life. Instead, the wrath of God remains on him. It's pretty deep. I like that. He gives the Spirit without measure.
0: And the Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hands. but the one who rejects the sun yes. will not see life. The wrath. The wrath of God remains on him. That's pretty good.
2: <laughs> That's pretty good. You should do movies or voiceovers for commercials. You know, you should do the Liberty Mutual commercial.
0: We're here with Liberty Biberty <laughs> and Lemu the <laughs> Emu. <laughs> We're at an hour. You think you we can do four you?
1: in 30 minutes?
0: We can try. Because I got a ball game at nine.
2: <laughs> Instead of reading four, do you have notes in specific places? So, number four, the first biggest part of it is about the woman at the well. Yeah. Which is a killer story. Killer. That's pretty much all I got. Because then the ripened harvest, and then the savior of the world, and, you know, it's all good. But four is good, and five's going to be a knockout. We're going to have a whole episode for five, I hope. But if we don't get through four, we'll do we'll finish four too with our friend slash friends
0: on the next one. That's right. So what you got? Woman at the well. Verse four. I have a little something. Something. Well, give it to me, but buddy. Verse four.
1: He had to travel through Samaria.
2: Oh, because they had a divine
1: He had an appointment Devine with appointment. the woman at the well.
2: You know why? You know what's weird? She shouldn't have been there at that time. They go to draw water at the well in the early goes. Why does Why does she go? Because she's a bad adulterous woman. Oh, yep. And the mother woman don't want her. (laughs) The mother women don't want to be drawing water with her. (laughs) Makes sense. Get a bad name. Or she don't want to draw water with them because they don't do nothing but give her grief. They don't mm-hmm. love their neighbor like they self. Yeah. Galatians, shout out. Hey, like that, Sal. 514, is that what it is?
1: But I think it's cool that it says he had to travel through Samaria. Wow, wow.
2: Yep. Galatians 514, the whole like law is fulfilled wow, in one statement. Fulfilled in one statement, love your neighbor as yourself. They didn't know about that yet. Or they they didn't get it anyway. They didn't care. They didn't care. Selfish.
0: (laughs) So, that's why, I assume,
2: but he had to travel through Samaria Samaria because he had a divine appointment with the Samaritan the Samaritan woman at the well. Who I bet you don't know what became
0: of her after this story. What became of her? She became okay. So this is according to
2: history, not biblical history, not in the Bible. This is not found. Basically, fake news. <laughs> basically, the church is not too good at keeping up with history, but history is pretty good at it. So, uh. Actually, that's not true. The church is good at keeping up with it. The Bible doesn't, you know, if, if we would have million volumes of the Bible, yeah. Bible if it kept up with everything. So,
1: What's if, it say? If so, I think it's John, right? Church where it says,
2: history. What? If uh, all
1: his works were recorded, there wouldn't be enough libraries or books. That's right. To hold them. That's right. That is nuts if you think about and it. And
2: only in three and a half years. <laughs> Figure that out
1: mic drop.
2: Yeah. You're talking about the ultimate mic drop. The volumes of the books of the world couldn't contain it. Oh my gosh. You know, it's probably, what do you call it? Hyperbole? Probably not. Probably means a crap ton of stuff he did. I'm
1: you taking know? it literally.
2: <laughs> it's so funny how people were like, oh, he went, what he meant was, but then at other times you are like, oh no, that's literal. You're oh. like, oh, I don't think you have any idea. It's literal. Peyton knows on this one for sure, but most people. <laughs> it's like when you forgive your brother seven times 70. So are you telling me I'm supposed to forgive you 490 times or forever times? I think we know it means forever times.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 491 times. You're out. You're
0: out. <laughs> Sucka. Dang it. All right.
1: So church history
2: tells us that the woman at the will became a saint. Her name was St. Fatini, And I was going to research this a little more for this because I thought this might turn into something. But I didn't because we're two chapters, you know, and I researched it a couple months ago. So, Nero, you never heard of him? Evil son of a gun that killed all the Christians. He would light his courtyard by burning Christians alive at night so they could have parties. Who's this? Nero.
1: Nero. Interesting. Yeah. Somebody needs to kill Nero.
2: He's dead. Good. So, uh, so this woman gets out of this well, and we know by the story that she says, come meet a man who told me everything I ever did. Church history says that she became like a leading, you know, I don't know what the evangelist missionary, I don't know what the word is, but that she Preached the gospel everywhere she went, and and when Nero found out about it, he hated her. Well, then she got she witnessed her preached or however you want to say it to Nero's daughter and converted her. Oh <laughs> And then so then that really hey,
1: Nero. Want to <laughs> slap to the face? I
2: know what you wanted to say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sit on it, Ponzi. <laughs> but Dad, you're and smoke it so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> So she converts Nero's daughter and that ticks him off. So he uh I think it was her son that was that worked with her uh a lot and they, they preached together all the time. Anyway, they killed him or her daughter or somebody, uh, burn him alive and then he finally catches her after converting his daughter, he's mad, you know. He throws her down a well. Oddly enough. Weird. Yep. And she spends until I'm it so it's not clear if she dies in the well over time or if they pull her
1: back out and kill her. She probably um she probably um oh what's the the Batman Dark Knight Rises out of that sucker. Oh yeah. She climbed that sucker with or, no rope. Or the bats like flew her up out of there. <laughs> She's the original Batman. Yeah.
2: So, either way, I can't remember or it's not clear how she actually dies, but she, but it says that they threw her down in that well and she was there for a while and she sung praises to God. Sweet. Either until she dies or they pull her out and kill her. Like from the bottom of the well. This is the woman at the well. How crazy is yeah. that? So, St.
1: Fatini might be my new hero. Give me some knuckles on that. That's pretty good. That's pretty, Arms went long pretty enough. deep. <laughs> You can keep
2: reading. I didn't ever start reading. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's all I got to say on the woman on the well. I figured. You know, mo- most people know the story. I don't. Uh, she basically comes. Uh, he comes to draw water. He says, you know, hey, will you draw me some
0: water? And she's like, nah. Uh, she said, you can't. I can't be drawing, you know, water. I'm a Samaritan. You're a Jew. And
2: he said, basically, Hey, I can give you a well of water that springs up for eternal life. Hey, oh, she's not convinced of, she doesn't have any idea what he's saying. finally, she becomes convinced by the fact that he keeps giving her hints and that he knows everything about her. And, uh He finally says, everyone who drinks in this water will get thirsty again. But whoever drinks in the water that I'll give him will never get thirsty again. In fact, the water I'll give him will become a well of water springing up in him for eternal life. And she says, sir, give me this water so I won't have to get thirsty and come here to draw water. He says, get your husband and come back. I don't have a husband. You correctly said you don't have one for you've had five and the one you have now is not your husband. And then she says, "She still not, still don't know what's happening." She says, "Oh, I see that you're a
0: prophet." He said, "Uh, you know." He says, "Believe me, woman, an hour is coming when uh you will
2: worship the Father, not on this mountain or in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you don't know." We worship what we do know because salvation is from the Jews, but an hour is coming and now is here when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth. For the father wants such people to worship him. God is spirit and those who uh, worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. And the woman said, I know the Messiah is coming when he comes, he'll explain this to us. And he said, I, the one who is speaking to you, am he.
1: And it says that she went off to her town. He kinda he kinda pulled a, a Nathaniel on her. Like Nathaniel came to him yeah. and pretty much told him what
0: about him. Yeah.
1: And that's probably pretty much what he did to this lady. He that's was right. like, I'm gonna tell you about yourself that you don't even think other people know about. All right. And then we see it again when you first light a fire. It's crazy. It's burning. It's bright. It's wild. And what does she go do? She goes and tells everybody. Yep. Come meet a
2: man that told me all I ever did. Come see. Yep. That's exactly. And it says that the whole town basically comes back with her. (laughs) Let's see if I can find it. Woman left her jar. Come see a man. They left the town, made oh. She's telling everybody in the town, so they left the town and made their way to him. In the meantime, they wanted him to eat. Oh, said, said, um, Rabbi, you need to eat. And he says, my food is to do, I have food you don't know about. My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Uh, don't you say there are still four more months and then comes the harvest? Listen to what I'm telling you. Open your eyes and look at the fields because they're ready for harvest. The reaper is already receiving pay and gathering fruit. Man, this is good for eternal life so that the sower and reaper can rejoice together for in this case the saying is true one sows and another reaps i sent you to <clears throat> i sent you to reap what you did not sow others
0: have labored and you have benefited from their labor talk about me and you i feel like that's what we do you know i know what it
2: I feel like it's talking on a broader scale. He's do, he does it all. We don't do nothing. Yeah. But just in this church and the way, uh, you know, the the way the Spirit moves here, we didn't labor for that. You know, that, that foundation has been laid over the last, whatever, 50 Long years, time. you know.
0: We're getting to reap the, That's right. the harvest. That's right. That has been produced. That's right. Got anything else on four? I don't really got
1: anything else, just the other thing that
0: the second side healing official son, and it um that this guy, his
1: faith was so bold yeah. and strong in Jesus, he just came to Jesus and told him, Listen, I need you to come and Jesus was like, Just go back. Your boy's okay. Yep. And booyah. But no, that's pretty much all we got.
0: Yep, really good.
1: I'm excited for tomorrow.
0: Are you? Good. Yeah, I have been
1: a little nervous about you. I mean, still nervous a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's okay nice And I, lo- I love these guys to death. They're they're awesome. They're bold and courageous. I give them that. And um, we don't completely believe or line up on our beliefs but like I was saying earlier we do believe that Jesus is who he says he is and that we can receive everything if we follow him and love him and love people and so I'm excited for tomorrow Um, you're about to have to get out of here man
2: you didn't make it you you wasn't there Wednesday night for Ben's Bible study but it was really good and uh, Sal you know his message is the same Uh and it's That The law and the prophets are summed up in loving God and loving your neighbor. And and I've discovered something and I shared it with the guys. So we read the Bible in a year this year Mm -hmm. 23. I did not, I started strong. We got to like, you know, like numbers or something. And I'm like, man, (laughs) I'm so out on this because I'm in, I've done, I've read it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not important. Yeah. But I've read it. And I, I'm i in a different place and especially was last year, this, you know, January, February uh-huh. of, you know, of discovering some things about the Lord. So I spent a lot of time in Romans and John and first John and whatnot. And I just, it wasn't for me at the time. Yeah. And so I bailed on the reading and I spent the whole year in Romans eight. I mean, almost Romans eight, first John and, and a few parts of John. So uh we get to first John and and um Sal reads first John I don't two where does he read? I can't I've got it wrote down in that notebook actually but
0: basically uh first John basically that um uh, it's all about
2: love. Like loving people is how they know who you are that you're That you're with Jesus or whatever, and and I was and going through anyway, going through this a lot of the Bible this year. uh, Like I said, I bailed out, but I read a lot of it. And when we got to Matthew, I started back with them, and I was kind of taking notes as I went through about some consistent themes. And a cons and a consistent theme to me was that the gift, no, that the evidence of the Spirit. You know, we're Pentecostal type people, and so we're used to people speaking in tongues, and I've heard my whole life, you know, tongues is the evidence of the Holy Ghost, and you know, maybe you believe that, and that's fine. A lot of people do. A lot of people in this church do, uh. But I believe that the evidence of the Spirit is love, mm-hmm. because the I mean, just the whole Bible, the whole the whole New Testament, anyway, talks about love so much more than it, it talks, talks love about story. tongues. Yes, it's what the Bible is. Yes. And it's, and then so many times the law and the prophets or, or another way to word it is everything I want from you is for you to treat people like you want to be treated. I mean, it is like the theme of the Bible and that everything would be right in the world if you would love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yeah, And so basically I said, I know that, you know, some people get tired of, not specifically Sal's message, but the love thing. The love, 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 love is all you need. And I said, if you do, then you're wrong. You have a wrong perception. Not that, you know, we don't get tired of hearing the same old thing, and that's not okay because, you know, we're humans. I understand that. Uh-huh. But that if it just irks you every time you hear it, then you don't get it. You're not understanding what it was saying. He He, no greater love has a man... Then he laid down his life for his friends. That's what the story is. Yeah. And all he's asking for us in return is to love people the way he loved us. And that was kind of my my soap or my study Wednesday night was if that ever gets annoying to you, you know, try to go back and and reimagine, rethink through the love that he had to have for us to do what he did. Yeah. And then remind yourself that that's your
1: job. And if you've made it this far, we're kind of wrapping up, but if you've made it this far, um, here's a little nugget. Kind of goes on what Andrew's saying. When Brother Steve said this, this is like super deep, really deep. But are we afraid to love people Because we think that they're going to think we're accepting them. Just because we love people doesn't mean we're accepting of what people do. And I'm like, when he said it, I was like, that's me. I'm scared of that. I don't want people to think that I'm okay in what they're doing. But if I love them the way that Jesus loves them and that Jesus wants us to love them, they'll see the love and they'll, they'll, They'll it. They'll have to change if they see the love of Jesus. They'll have to change
0: if they experience the love of Jesus. And so, you just have to be what
2: experiences what. What's the word? Or way to word it. You have to be the experience for them to the love of Jesus. Yeah. Your job is not to change them. No. Your job is to present them with the, the gospel the the i mean we've made it so I'm, i mean if i was ever going to say a bad word that makes me want to say it right now because we have done such a pitiful job of presenting the gospel to people and when i say bad word i just mean to emphasize my point yeah. of how how pitiful a job we've done if people knew the real gospel
1: I think the I, I don't think, think our world would be the way it is. No, I don't either. It wouldn't be. If the church, if the mission of the church was Jesus, yeah. the way it should have been, Yeah, our world wouldn't be where it is now. And we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be thinking like the way that we do and stuff like that. But anyways.
2: It's such a bigger message than what we've turned it into. Hey, if you do this, you get to go to heaven and ride on clouds and. Live in La La Land. Yeah. And if you don't do this, you're going to go to hell and burn for eternity. And that's what we've made the gospel. And
1: that, mmm, that really ticks me off. Well, I've heard it like this. The gospel was preached for so long using hell instead of Jesus. Yeah. The gospel, when we're talking about, when, that's why I tried to make it when we were at the youth rally. I tried to make them, listen, we're following Jesus not because to get out of hell. We're following Jesus to love Jesus and love other people. That is our mission. You're not following Jesus for any other reason. Yeah. And that's what altar calls need to be. Altar calls need to be, you're coming to the altar because you want a relationship with Jesus. You're not coming to the altar to get out of hell. Yep.
2: Yeah. How many millions, if not billions of people have come to, I'm doing air quotes, salvation because they were presented with hell when the goodness of God is what draws men to repentance. And I'm not saying they didn't start a journey of salvation at that point, but I am saying that they probably didn't repent. They probably didn't change their mentality because they weren't presented the gospel. And if you got no goodness and it's just fear of hell, I'm not saying you didn't start a journey there, but I am telling you that you probably didn't repent because Being scared and saying, "Oh Jesus, I'll do, I'll take you if Uh that's if you're telling me that's what I need to do to escape hell." That's not repentance. Repentance is, "Hey, I'm, I want to be, I want my mentality to be transformed into your mentality." Yeah, I want to. Your kingdom is of love and and life and grace and mercy, and that's the kind of things I want to be about.
1: I want to be born of the Spirit. So yes. I can come and see the kingdom of God. That's right. Well, what a way to end it. It got deep. It was headed that way, baby. We love Jesus. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'm glad. Um, this is a good episode. It was. I enjoyed it. Missed you. I, I missed you, too.
2: Hope you had a good Christmas.
1: It was okay, other than the fact that I just didn't spend any time with God. Yeah, <laughs> well, we'll get that fixed. Um, we're, we're fixing He's going to take me out back and beat me real quick. Yeah, I got to go to the ball game,
2: and then I'm going to. Right before I leave him, I hit him. <laughs> right in the schnoz. <laughs> okay. Right in the schnoz. All
1: right. Well, anyways, we love everybody. I hope y'all enjoy this. Um, Share, comment, tell us what y'all want to hear and uh, like it. And we just hope that we're doing what we're doing. So this episode was a little bit more spiritually background than us, yep. too. But yep. anyways, we love y'all. Hope y'all catch the next episode because I think it will be a good one. Yeah.
0: Don't miss it. It's gonna be fun. Love you guys. You do it. The boys are back. The boys are back in town!